are meant to be a tool that we use to assist in our intention in going through life. But this is simply not the reality for most of us. For most of us, our mind uses us. When we experience a negative circumstance or event, what happens is our mind instantly matches the vibration of that particular event. And then, it attracts like thoughts to it. Now pretty soon that creates enough momentum that we are essentially spiraling downward and spiraling fast. Now you are the junction where two aspects of you meet, your eternal aspect and your temporal aspect. The way you emotionally feel in your life is about the vibrational similarity or the vibrational difference between these two aspects of you. If they are far apart in vibration, you experience negative emotion. And if they are close together, you experience positive emotion. Therefore, you can use your emotion and thought to close the vibrational distance between your eternal self and your temporal self. This process in mainstream psychology is called self-soothing. So I'm going to introduce you to a self-soothing process that basically bridges the gap between your eternal self and your temporal self. Now, sometimes I like to do this particular thing in writing, more often than not, in fact, because I find it very difficult to keep that all in my head, but some people can do this process in their head. If you were going on a trip, let's say you wanted to get to the top of a mountain somewhere, most likely you'd go buy a map, or I guess you would have gone and bought a map before they invented some sort of technological device to tell you how to get there. But let's just assume this is like a hundred years ago. You would have bought a map and what you would have done is you would have started with point A, wherever you are. Then you would have looked for point B. And then you would have figured out the shortest distance between point A and point B. You would have essentially bridged that distance between those two points. We're going to take this thought slash emotional journey together because you're going to be doing the very same thing by first finding your point A, then finding your point B, and then bridging the distance between these two points. Point A is decided by answering three questions, and here they are. What negative thing happened? What negative thoughts did it cause me to think? How did it make me feel? Then you're going to decide where point B is. Point B is going to be decided by these three questions. What did this experience cause me to know that I want? What did this experience cause me to know that I want to think? What did this experience cause me to know that I want to feel? And now in this final step, what you're going to do is to bridge the distance between point A and point B by finding things to think or things to write down that cause you to feel a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better until you are in the vibrational range of point B. 
And you always want to start with where you are. Oftentimes when we begin this closing of the vibrational distance type of a activity, you want to first start by expressing. So if there's anything that's pent up that just needs to come out, you want to basically start by expressing that. You want to get that out so that you can start moving in the direction of where you want to go instead of feeling like you've got something anchored or building up there that needs release. Once you've done that, you just want to think of anything that will cause an improvement or a sensation of relief within your system. And then the next thought that causes relief and the next thought that causes relief. It's basically like trying to find the next best thing to think or the next best item of proof to look at that makes you feel better about the situation. I've got an actual concrete example thanks to one of my clients here with me today. Okay, in this person's example, what happened? I wrote my crush a letter six days ago and he has not responded to it at all. In fact, he's not been contacting me at all after I sent that letter. What thoughts did it cause me to think? It caused me to think I'm worthless and I'm unsafe and I'm stupid for writing that letter and that no one cares about me. How did it make me feel? Uncertain, unstable, confused, sick to my stomach, afraid, like I did something wrong, afraid of the future, worried, waiting for the axe to fall, unsafe, at his mercy, not cared about, like I'm falling for a merciless person, afraid of total abandonment, forsaken, alone, unresolved, like there's no solution, stuck in a purgatory of waiting, super, super confused. <laughs> that there was point A. Based on that answer, this client then figured out where point B was. What did it cause me to know that I want? I want to have a partner in my life who prioritizes the way I feel and who wants to actively work towards resolve and solution when conflict arises. I want someone who creates a third entity within the relationship and puts effort into it. I want someone who genuinely cares that I feel good and does what it takes to add to my happiness and take away my distress. I want a man who values my time and values me enough not to make me wait on him to decide things. And I want healthy boundaries. What thoughts did it cause me to know that I want to think? I want to think my partner loves and values me. I want to think my happiness matters and the people in my life love me enough to add to it. I want to think I am emotionally safe. What did it cause me to know that I want to feel? I want to feel empowered. I want to feel valued and like I'm special. I want to feel excited for the future. I want to feel safe and feel the trust inherent in knowing that I can keep myself safe. And now, this is how my particular client bridged the distance between point A and point B. I can't believe he's doing this to me. This guy is a complete asshole. I absolutely can't believe that after all the time we spent together, this is how he thinks is okay to treat me. This is just ridiculous. So that there demonstrates that this particular client was made to feel better by anger, not worse. That's because we started off in a vibrational range that was more close to total powerlessness or to shame. It continues. When I think about it, it's understandable why I feel this way. I expect to lose love and be punished every time I do something that displeases someone because that's what my mom did to me all growing up. Now I feel like love should feel this way. But I'm open to the idea that it doesn't need to be that way. I am seeing that connection should feel good because it feels loving and supportive and warm, not because it's the only guarantee of not getting hurt. This is not an emotionally safe relationship. 
and I'm dedicated to keeping myself safe. When I think about it, I can close the door to the pattern of mine without closing the door to the person. To me, closing the door to the pattern would mean I will spend my time focusing on what I like to do and remind myself that I do not want to spend my life chasing after a man. I can't know 100% why he's not writing back. Chances are I'm making the worst of it. I might in fact not be hearing back because of all the healing that I've been doing lately. He might not be in my presence because I'm a new match to a different kind of man. One who is committed and who honors my boundaries and who cherishes me and really wants a relationship. I'm looking forward to the feeling of being with a man who really wants to be with me. I'm so looking forward to being with someone who puts real effort into a relationship and real effort into my happiness and well-being. I'm so looking forward to being with a man who actually feels lucky to have found me, who wants to reach out and contact me every day. I'm feeling that a man who is capable of really participating in my life might actually be right around the corner. And in fact, when I look at my life, I do have a lot of people in my life who do honor how I feel and who do want to relieve my distress and also add to my happiness. I've been playing this game right by saying you come forward, and if you don't come forward, eventually I'll take that as your answer. A solution is on its way. I don't have to know until I know. Each day is getting better and better and easier and easier, and I'm learning more about myself. So one day I really will have the answer about what to do about the situation. I will have resolve and I will have closure. And it's okay to be where I am. Anyone in this situation would feel exactly how I feel. It's a really good idea when you're trying to bridge that distance between where you are and the place you would rather be. To think about how that place you would rather be is actually a part of your current life now. How do you already have those things that you want? How are you close to them? There's really only one wrong way to do this process, and that's to not be tuned into your emotions enough to recognize the sensation of relief. If you're not tuned in enough to know what thought feels better or worse, it's going to be really, really hard to know which direction that you're going to want to go in, or whether when you think a thought, that thought actually takes you in the direction of where you want to be, or closer to where you don't want to be. So it's really important that you do this based on how you feel, not based on things you think you should think about. So in other words, you don't want to play this like you play typical affirmations, where you say something like, I love myself, but you really don't believe that, and so it actually just makes you more acutely aware of where you aren't. I don't want you to think those thoughts. I want you really honestly to tune into only the thoughts that are actually causing you to feel some relief. Remember that we may need to express a hell of a lot of anger in order to feel good enough to think even a pessimistic thought while doing this exercise. The exercise can be ended whenever you feel relief relative to the whole situation. Feel free to involve other people in this process also if you feel inclined or if you feel like you'd benefit by that help. It does take a bit of practice, but by doing this process, you are taking the bull by the horns and you are consciously deciding to alter your vibration relative to whatever event occurred, or to a certain subject matter. You are also drawing yourself closer to the things you want to experience in life so they manifest quicker. You are also releasing resistance to the things that are unwanted. Self-soothing is a very powerful thing to learn to do because it gives you the power to be able to alter the way you feel so that you're not trying to control all of the external conditions of your life just so that you feel good. It's exhausting, and it's also futile to do it that way. This is a process that I use myself on at least a weekly basis. 
And I want you to remember something. Even though it takes practice to learn how to do this particular process, to self-soothe intentionally, anything that you make a habit, your brain will learn how to do, and then will do it automatically. Have a good week.